Scared Stupid. Here we are again, everybody. How are you doing out there, my funky, funky fiends? We are here with another installment, another fantastic episode of everybody's favorite horror podcast, Scared Stupid. So I I can't ask you all how you're doing because that's a little redundant. Nobody's going to answer me on that. (laughs) How's everybody doing tonight? How's everyone doing out there? Yeah, listener land. Great to be here in Knoxville. Yeah. You know, people did not know we were located in Knoxville. A lot of people don't know that. People assume that we are West Coast. That's good. Yeah. That's what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we want to keep it. That's a compliment, honestly. I think so. They're like, well, you guys, you, you're, you're way too good of an operation to be <laughs> in Knoxville. You fucking tell me about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zach Gallander would agree. <sighs> Fuck Knoxville. <laughs> Stop that, bro. <laughs> Stop that, bro. <laughs> he would. He would. He would agree with us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, Terry, we had a great year last year. Sure did. Man, I mean, from signing on with you guys you know you guys Mm -hmm. were gracious enough to take on scared stupid last year sure were and then bam right out of the gate we hooked up with Lionsgate. yeah sure did we became a power duo terry that's true (laughs) you and i just plowing through (laughs) yeah uh doug bradley nick castle thank you yeah big time thank you that was our first two yeah we actually our very first confirmed interview that we had was bill mosley was it that was the first one and we just had to wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Bill hooked us up. That's how we got hooked up with Lionsgate. And yeah. all, like, that was, woohoo, what a thrill ride that was. <laughs> and now here we are at the beginning of this year, ready to do it even bigger and better. 2020, baby. That's what It's going to be our year. Every year is our year. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope so. That's, you know, that's all we can do. I, I think we've got some pretty exciting stuff coming down the pike this year. For sure. Already. Yeah. So far. So far, I mean, uh, color out of space yes which we'll be talking about later on in the episode uh accompanied with a fantastic interview with mr brendan meyer from the movie yeah he was a cool guy man he was great he's another one of those guys that like me and him were just shooting the shit talking having a good time and the the interview went by super fast yeah it was crazy it it just you know it's like talking to a friend though it's it's nice so I think, uh, you know, we got a lot more festivals and conventions coming up this year that we're going to be a part of that everybody will get a chance to come out and, you know, see us live and in person. Ooh. Yeah, you can come shake our hands and look at our faces. and I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't you don't have to just... Trey packs there most of the time. You can look at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm still sorry. <laughs> and, you know, a little teaser uh, coming up. I think Outlander is about to produce... A wrestling show. That's what I hear in the streets. Dude. Yeah, talk on the streets that uh, this company called Rush Wrestling Ooh. is coming out of the woodwork and have asked us to produce the whole thing. We are the media team behind the show. Yours truly will be the ringmaster MC of the show. Makes sense. We out here running things, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I heard uh, it might be on a very spooky date, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully we have booked a very spooky date for the very first show with all kinds of, you know, frightening surprises for you the stars aligned yeah really well actually and it, and it, on such an unlucky day yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> kind of crystal mojo you're doing over there chris uh, you know 
you know what you know i get all my uh fancy crystals from down at the mystic orb what kind of summoning are you doing over there at the mystic <laughs> orb that's good luck bro yeah we do all the good luck dances and spells <laughs> down there well yeah, never mind no spoilers but that's right no spoilers everybody <laughs> <laughs> wasn't such a good idea in space yeah well, it wasn't a great idea but you know it wasn't her we'll get there we'll get spoilers there. bro we'll get there no spoilers we'll get there don't worry everybody yeah. So, talking big year ahead, festival and conventions that are coming up. We've also been dropping some new contests. We mm. love doing the giveaways. Yeah, dude. Like, you guys seem to like it when we give you free stuff, mm-hmm. and I understand that. Yeah. So, <laughs> And if you get free stuff, you usually end up listening. Yeah. And I appreciate that. See? We appreciate you all. <laughs> you are you are appreciated. Most of y'all. That's in the words of Tupac, but that song is about his mama. So, yeah. That's all right. But we appreciate you the way Tupac appreciates his mama. <laughs> We're millennials. So. We're millennials. So. Our fans are like our mamas. <laughs> That's right, everybody. That's how we get validation. <laughs> Thanks. We just need you telling us that we're doing it. And <laughs> Thanks, fan mom. You're proud of me. <laughs> so it's, thank you for being proud of me. Thanks for being proud of me, fan mom. <laughs> so accompanied with the... I've said accompanied like three times already in the first... Five minutes of this podcast. A company or accompanied? Accompanied. Yeah. You yeah. Chill out, bro. I got to ch- So, coupled with <laughs> yeah, <there laughs> these, you go. these new contests that we're doing that we're going to keep, you know, doing live videos with and stuff, we're going to do some Twitter exclusive contests. There you go. I want to put it out there when we're going to be interviewing some of these big name people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the people out there a chance to have one of their questions answered. Mm. So everybody, when when I announce that we're going to have a new guest, I'm going to put in there to to send us your questions. Send us all the questions you've ever wanted to have answered by these people, and I'll choose one of them at random and have your question answered live on the podcast. That's a great idea, Chris. I mean, Ace Von Johnson was so cool. He was just like, yeah, and here's two other questions that somebody <laughs> asked that I want wanted to answer right so you know at our discretion we can only ask them one but you never know that they you won't just know. be like yo i want to answer all these questions from the fans yeah chris might be lazy one where you can just take all your questions <laughs> yeah man i won't give you any credit for it just, <laughs> i had a very intriguing question for you sir <laughs> thought of it all by myself <laughs> no you guys make this happen <laughs> so definitely go follow us on twitter uh, at scared stupid pod on twitter and, you know, all the social media outlets. Because yeah. we're going to try to do some Instagram exclusive contests coming up in this year, too. So, you know, follow that's, us on different stuff to get different things. That's fun. I try. Thanks. <laughs> so, Terry, I think it's time to creep into our favorite first segment. Hmm. Are you ready for it? It is the mythical monster of the month terrifying getting a little help from our mythical monster in our uh, intro video this year this <clears throat> this month mm. this month's mythical monster who do you think it is terry no idea you got no idea i've thrown you off the scent finally yeah i, w- I can't remember we've done a lot of them uh-huh. no idea let's see who ha- you know we've done let's see numero uno was mm, no idea let's see the uh this the skunk ape oh yeah that's right skunk ape we did skunk ape and then we did the thunderbird yep okay then the jersey devil yep and lock did we do nessie nessie yep. we did nessie we've done i feel like there's one miss there's yeah, a few missing the mothman oh the mothman yeah, we did the right. mothman and i feel like we're missing 
one. one. At least one. Maybe not. No, that's six. Yeah. Okay. So for episode seven, uh-huh. your mythical monster of the month is the Dog Man. Ooh. Yes. Brought to you by Otherworldly Coffee. Nice. Yes. The Dog Man Blend Coffee. Mm. Grab a cup of Cryptid. I'm going to keep pushing that until they change that to their... <laughs> right. Just let us run your social media, bro. Pretty please. We can help. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the Dog Man or the Michigan Dog Man. Mm. Yeah. Everything terrifying comes out of Michigan. Yeah. Or I, Texas. Or Texas. <laughs> Texas is... So Michigan is the Texas of the North. Yeah. yeah. I don't, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Have you seen that meme about, like, if a movie takes place here, this is what's going on? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, uh, Northeast is like the old ritual, um, like, Illuminati witch type of stuff. Yes. Uh, the Southeast is always, like, Hills Have Eyes stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Texas is always, like, Experiment Gone Wrong. Yep. And uh, I forgot what Out West was, but, uh, yeah, I like that meme. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so... He originated, first reported, in West Cox County, Michigan, in 1887. Ooh. Yeah, so he's been around for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Then he's primarily hanging out in the northwestern quadrant of a uh, lower peninsula. Mm-hmm. Up in, so I guess that's Michigan's shaped like a hand, isn't that right? Yeah, people like a, like a mitt. Yeah, like a mitt. Yeah, people always point out the thumb. Like I'm from yeah. the thumb. Right. <laughs> so I guess he's from the lower. You know, lower peninsula, so oh, down in like the the thumb near, near the thumb. Nice near the thumb is where the the dog man likes to hang out. You gotta be close to water, bro. See, he has to be yeah, and get thirsty. Great, yeah, those great lakes up there. What better way for the dog man to drink? Right. And he, he's not a werewolf. There okay. is there is an, an inherent difference between a werewolf and the dog man. Okay, he can't change. He cannot change. Okay, one he can't change. He also has the body of a man still. What? So he's got body of a man, head of a dog or a wolf. What a fucking waste. Right? <laughs> you get... <laughs> really? You, you get the loudest parts of a dog. <laughs> I mean, I guess he gets the mouth, which is a good weapon, but damn, yeah. man. But you you want to be like a huge, like, lichen kind of... Exactly. That's human, what I would humanoid think. Humanoid dog thing. See, so... This is here in 1938 in Paris, Michigan, that uh, this guy was attacked by five wild dogs and that one of the five walked on two legs. Well, I think you might have been getting your ass kicked by a pack of dogs. <laughs> yeah. And you're just fucking hell. One of them was on their two legs. I was like, this is five dogs. You probably couldn't see, bro. You probably couldn't see what was happening. It's probably like five coyotes. I do love the picture of the dog man, though, that's on the Otherworldly Coffee. Yeah. Well, the, that one's cool as fuck. He's got, like, a trench coat on and a cigarette. And he doesn't have a full human body. He's got that kind of humanoid lichen-type yeah. mixture. So Exactly. So, I guess there is kind of a, a different, you know, there's a few different sides. I just see, see a picture of that dog man with just, like, four coyotes behind him. <laughs> just, like, beating that guy up in Paris. <laughs> just, like, smoking a cigarette. Like, he stands off. He's yeah. just... <sighs> Yeah, he's like the dog boss. Like, the dog. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually Snoop Dogg. <laughs> the do- <laughs> that is the dog father. <laughs> Let's see. He's always smoking something. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Do you oh, guys smell that? Oh, There's a strange smell and smoke. I don't know what's going on. Oh, it's the dog man. <laughs> hey, y'all want to hit this? Y'all want to hit this nizzle? <laughs> For shizzle. For shizzle, y'all. <laughs> so... 
we're gonna have to post up some pictures uh, on the on the scared stupid page as uh, after we put this episode up. That way, you guys can look at what this dog man's looking at like. Also, yep. the water's not very good there, so it could just be people hallucinating. <laughs> you know, they're all it's contaminated in Michigan. Like Flint, yeah, Flint, Michigan. That yeah. is, uh, <laughs> there's no dog man there. I promise oh. you, they have real problems. <laughs> yeah. See, in color out of space, when you know, I was just I, nope, nope. Okay, anyway, here we go. So back to the dog man. <laughs> <laughs> we. We just, it's so, we got to tiptoe around it so much because yeah. we don't want to spoil it, but God, I want you to see it. It's so good. It's so freaking I mean, you good. don't need us telling you. The internet's telling you right now. Yeah, so. the internet should be telling you, <laughs> blowing up with it. Yeah. So, there's been sightings of this thing all over the place. 1961, uh, Big Rapids, Michigan. Uh, he saw a peculiar figure, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's out patrolling this place. And at first, he thought it was a person until he noticed the dog head. Mm. <laughs> well, it was about that time I realized that Girl Scout was about 13 stories tall. <laughs> so, uh, the photos have not been, you know, photos of this thing, a lot of them come out as hoaxes, as most of these do. Yeah, it's probably just someone with, like, uh, one of those headdresses on. Like That's the, right. The dog headdresses. This one seems really easy to fake. If you yeah. just have, like, a big mascot head. Dude, I bet you it's just some Native American, like, getting back to his roots out there hunting. Right. With, with one of them dog headdresses on. Fucking <laughs> white like, people. Fucking <laughs> white people keep bothering me and I'm trying to fucking... Taking pictures of me and shit. Trying to connect with the earth. <laughs> Took my land, now you gotta take my time? What the fuck, bro? How dare you? Oh! <laughs> yeah, now, now they're just doing it to fuck with Yeah, them. now he's just, yeah. I know how we get the, the white man to go now, away. <laughs> now we know how to scare the white man away. We're just going to dress up like dogs. The dog man. <laughs> the dog man scares, you know, paper beats rock. All right. Scissors cut paper. Yeah. No, wait, no. Yeah, paper cuts rock. What? Paper cuts rock. <laughs> okay. And dog man beats wolf man or white man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the, there we go. It's their version of the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> Getting them out of there. <laughs> Just getting them out of here. Moving them on out. Yeah. Uh, so that, my friends, is your mythical monster of the month. Ooh. Scary. It was a bumpy ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of, not a lot of credible stories of that one. No, there's just not. And what kills me is there is an entire channel on YouTube. Okay, and the videos are just called like. Nine hours of Dogman Encounters. And <laughs> you're damn right, the video is nine hours long. Jesus. And it's just some guy talking like this, and it's very poorly edited because Terry didn't do it. And, <laughs> and people call in. This guy has call-ins on his show oh to my. talk about the Dogman. <laughs> Why aren't people calling us? Because this is pre-recorded in front of a live studio audience. That's true. <clears throat> so it's like coast-to-coast for the Dogman. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's got so many views, and it makes me so sad. <laughs> is it on a radio station over there? Maybe. Maybe that's why it's got so many views. It must. It's, somebody has to be funding this guy. Because the way he sounds, he is just in his trailer, Del Gribble style, <laughs> posted up in front of his computer. Like, the dog man is out there. Three wizard. Out there. Yeah, the last, 1961, like the height of LSD. So Right, see? And here we go, right back to it. All these mythical monsters, hallucinogenic drugs, and too much time. Just fucked up white people in the woods. <laughs> Just fucked up white people in the woods. 
<laughs> have we not caused enough damage? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't hate us. Our, our cryptid followers. Yeah, all our cryptid followers. We're not. I'm not. Well, actually. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting on. I am not. De- uh, this is not debunked. I'm not, you know, closing the file on this. Yeah, it's not debunked, yeah. per se. It but, could uh, be real. And okay. if it, it, I am willing to change. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to, if you hand me, without a doubt, irrefutable evidence yeah. of the dog man. Yeah. You got it, man. Right. I, I believe you. It's like that Navy UFO footage. You need that level yes. of evidence. Yes. I need the government telling me it's real. Yeah, and there then- <laughs> <laughs> They didn't want to. <laughs> no. Tom DeLong made them, which is hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, Tom DeLong. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like oh. Leading the way for the UFOs. He's uh, trying. Roswell, thoughts on Tom DeLong? Cool. Yep. Yeah, that's sweet. what we thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, see, I didn't. That's what I didn't do. That's why this has felt off. Right. I didn't go around the room and introduce everybody like I normally do. Damn, bro. As I know. Joining me in the studio, as always, is <laughs> super producer Terry Snow. Right here, and bro. my emotional support alien, always Roswell the alien. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Now we're back on track. <laughs> Okay, oh man, I feel like I can breathe again. It's just like, oh, there you go. yeah, the walls are closing in on me. <laughs> so, who makes this show possible, Terry? Uh, me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, no, but our fans and our wonderful sponsors, of course. Yes, sponsors like Otherworldly Coffee. Ooh. Get a cup of cryptid. Make that your slogan. In your life. Go to otherworldlycoffee.com. Go to their shop, pick you out a couple of different awesome bags of coffee. They've got the Bigfoot blend, the Dogman blend, mm-hmm. the Thunderbird, and the Mothman, all varying in s- different, uh, you know, levels of electricity. <laughs> They're going to light you up. <laughs> so yeah, bro. Thunderbird uh, will make you fly. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So get on that website. Go ahead and throw some of those in your cart. And on your way out the door, make sure you enter that promo code OUTLANDER all caps bam for 20 percent off your first order i just tried it the other day for myself and it does in fact work that's good to know so otherworldly coffee outlander promo code Thanks, get y'all. out there and buy some sweet also the black cat curiosities and outbreak on maine yep so we are doing uh for those of you who don't know they have had just a terrible run of luck mm-hmm. here lately uh i think back during haunt season they're the shop got robbed mm-hmm. while the haunted house was open and then last month the shop flooded oh damn create, i didn't even know about the flood yeah yeah it, the shop flooded and then uh i think a week or so ago yeah we had those really bad uh thunderstorms out here in knoxville yeah uh it literally ripped the roof off of their small business mm-hmm. and threw it onto their neighbor's building damn so they've had extensive rain damage the roof's gone they've had to close down so they're not and they're trying to rebuild and reopen mm-hmm. so uh we're actually going to be doing a benefit show for them on January 31st, nice. so this will be out before then, so mm-hmm. listen up and come out. Yes. Uh, it will be hosted at the Mystic Orb mm. in our new super secret venue. Ooh. Yeah, come on down to the Mystic Orb first 
ever comedy show to happen at this venue. That'll be interesting. I think so. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. And a hundred percent of the profits, uh, not even profits, a hundred percent of the money made proceeds. Proceeds, well, as they say in the biz. Is, okay, see, I'm learning. That's why Terry's the producer. <laughs> yeah, proceeds. A hundred percent of the proceeds goes to Mo and Ella out there at the Black Cat Curiosities. We're not keeping a dime of it. We want to give everything we can to help them get back on their feet. So, if you're around the Clinton area next Friday, uh, doors at seven thirty. Show starts at eight. We have Haffles, Chase Dyer, mm. uh, Jay Kendrick, Rowan Young, Emily Kirsten, and Miss Danny Whitson will be uh, out there, as well as me, doing a little bit of comedy for the people. There you go. And uh, you bring a donation to get in. Correct? Yes. Okay. You bring yeah. any kind of monetary donation. Uh, you know, don't be a jerk and bring me a penny. <laughs> yeah. Which, any, a dollar to whatever. A dollar to what? Yeah. There's no limit to how much you can yeah. give, to how much you want to give. You can give however much you want, but no, yeah. No change, bro. Yeah. Please don't bring me change. <laughs> Just, we're trying to help some people out here, okay? <laughs> And it is BYOB. Oh, I'm about to get lit, bro. Yeah, get lit down at the Mystic Orb secret venue. Bring your own blow. Yeah. Bring your own blow. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. We about to get lit. <laughs> about to build that roof tonight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we just go reattach it. <laughs> We're going to take the money. we go buy all the stuff and build it that night. <laughs> yeah, dude. What do we need to help us think good? Cocaine. She don't mind. She, she don't, don't mind. mind. She don't mind. Go <laughs> okay. So, let's see. So, we've got the Black Cat Curiosities and Outbreak on Maine. They do help us make the show possible, so please help us. Oh, yeah. Please don't break okay, and those are jokes. Yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by the way. We're, we're just making funnies. This is actually a benefit show. Yeah, so. this is a very big benefit charity show. Do not bring cocaine <laughs> to the show. But if you do, meet me out back. There is an after show. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... Black Cat Curiosities, Outbreak on Maine, Halloween Hot Sauce, Ooh. our newest sponsor and our tastiest sponsor. Ooh. Yes. Uh, they sent me a whole gaggle of different hot sauces, and he makes custom handmade, handmade wooden coffins. Those are badass, dude. That fit your hot sauce. Nice. Yeah. So that's pretty tight. I would definitely go look him up at Halloween Hot Sauce on Facebook. He has a website also. Go order a bunch of hot sauce from Mr. Victor Ives. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of custom wood stuff that he does. It's crazy. Yes. Even he does like bottle holders and yeah, like the bottle holders, six yeah. pack holders and shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Very talented. Very talented individual. Great hot sauce. Oh my God, it's so good. I gifted it to people this Christmas season. So. Did you? Yep. Got a boy. There you go. There you go. See? <laughs> Also, making us look nice, Goblin Hoss. Yeah. He keeps us in all the spooky garbs that we need. I forget all the sponsors you have. <laughs> I know, man. I got a, yeah, I got a laundry list of them to run through. <laughs> I'm not cheap to keep on the air. So yeah, we got... <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so Goblin Hoss, out here, kind of a local guy for us, uh, and honestly used exclusively for his patches uh, yeah. by rob zombie yeah and like he's one of those guys like we get it where it's like oh you guys should be out in la like i thought i didn't think he was anywhere close to us yeah and he's goblin house is like a national well-known you know mm -hmm. uh, merchandise company because like i said he makes patches for rob zombie and john five and a whole bunch of those cats so yeah and he's just right up the road from you know i'm not gonna give away his yeah, location well, you know, but yeah he's 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 close close to us tennessee 
We were surprised. Yeah, very surprised how close to us he is and how many times I've gotten to run into him in public. Mm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I run into Shrub all the time. I, That's I, crazy. He's, he's a freaking he's a good friend of mine nice. at this point. That's we, what's up. We've gone past the sponsorship. We're just buddies at this point. No, that's what's up. That's how I like it. I like all my sponsors to be my friends, too. <laughs> it's not just you know a partnership. It's a friendship. Right. So if you're looking for sponsorship opportunities <laughs> and a new friend... <laughs> Just make sure you get that invoice on time, fam. That's right, fam. Bats to the knees. That's right. That's what Terry's job is. Yeah. That's what Roswell does most of the time. Yeah, he's he's the enforcer. A man of few words. Yes. But big actions. Yep, that's true. You hear him in your head, it's fine. Yeah, it is him in your head. <laughs> and last but not least, okay. the Mystic Orb. Down there where we're doing all our good luck spells. Mm-hmm. Come down, get your gemstone magics, your sages, handmade jewelry, bath bombs, soaps, all kinds of nice smelling stuff, vintage clothing, upcycled clothing, a little bit of everything. And she just opened a yoga studio in the back. There you go. Yeah. So a little bit of everything for everybody yeah. down there at the Mystic Orb. And they do rituals for good luck. <laughs> yeah. And they host comedy shows. Uh, now they do. Yeah, now they do. Now thanks to you know us. Here yeah. we go. All right, Terry. So... Those are all the people that help make this show possible. It sure is. But now let's give them a show <laughs> to listen to. That'd be fun. I think so. Starting with our second favorite segment, because we only have two. Creature Feature. I like to see how long I can hold that out each episode. Kind of like a soccer announcer when he yells goal. <laughs> goal is to talk about spooky movies. Yeah. That is our goal here tonight. So, to give you guys some to watch tonight, before you go to this awesome premiere mm-hmm. tomorrow, I don't know, this probably won't be out tonight. Yeah, it'll be out tomorrow. It'll be out tomorrow. So tonight, <laughs> when you go see this awesome, here's something to get you, you know, in the spooky mood before you go see Color Out of Space tonight, mm-hmm. January 24th. Yep. When we recorded this. Yep. <laughs> First one, Ghoulies. Ooh, don't know that one. You don't know Ghoulies. No. Terry, Terry, Terry. I think I know of it. Yes. Ghoulies is, uh, you know, very hardcore puppetry. Hmm. Kind of, style, you know, lots of practical effects. Okay. Basically all practical effects. There's some cheesy 80s CGI thrown in there Ooh. that I absolutely love. Uh, basically like a satanic cult leader. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, he puts a curse on his house and his family. Okay. And uh, they were doing rituals in the basement of this house. Well, this is definitely going to get you prepared for color out of space. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's like, it's like. Their first movie. Yeah, never mind. Yep. So, no. 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 no Terry. It's a <laughs> lot. It's a lot like a uh, uh, Mandy, which is the the first movie made by the same uh, Spec Division and stuff like that. Yeah. With, yeah. With yeah, Nicolas yeah, yeah. Cage, Mandy. It, uh-huh. That's what it reminded me of whenever you were saying that, which is what I meant to say. But Mandy. Hey, so Ghoulies, uh, these little things, basically these little demons from hell, start just popping up all over the house and uh, mm. you know making life a real living hell for the new inhabitants. Yikes. Yeah, uh, there's like there's like a little troll guy and like a little cat werewolf demon. <laughs> they loved the little weird things in the 80s. <clears throat> yes, they Leprechaun, were. Leprechaun, Chucky, Ghoulies, Gremlins. Yeah. Ghoulies is, it, it's one of my, it's one of my all time up there stupid movies to watch because it is goofy and campy, mm-hmm. but it'll keep you interested. It'll keep you entertained the whole time. That's what's up. So go check out Ghoulies. 
Also, if you haven't, what rock are you living under? Go check out the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Okay. Okay? That is my second pick for this week. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 uh, featuring Mr. Bill Mosley as Chop Top. Yes. I've heard rumors that he really wants to reprise his role as Chop Top. Well, why not? Just reboot it again. Yep, let's do it one more time. One more again. Yep. Well, it won't be a reboot. They can do like a a sequel to whatever. Exactly. Just put him back in it. Do the Halloween thing where you just retcon everything else. Yeah. Because that's going to be the new thing. Right. They're going to start bringing back the people that are still alive and putting them into the reboots. The only unfortunate thing is if they fuck (laughs) it up. Then yeah, that's your like only shot. Yeah, you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance, chance to blow. blow. <laughs> <laughs> but I could totally see them being like, "Yep, only the first one's canon," which really sucks because you just mentioned the second one, which is fantastic. Yes, and that's about where I stopped with them. I I, I did see the other Texas Chainsaw Massacres, but mm-hmm. uh, after number two, I really didn't get too much further into them. Damn, dude. Yeah, I, I Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I loved them. You didn't watch the Matthew McConaughey one, Terry. Come on, you bro. know how I feel about Matthew McConaughey, Terry. I forgot you're weird like that. It's got Renee Zellweger too. Yeah. Well, it also has Matthew McConaughey. Well, okay. It, it's okay. got an Oscar, bro. Well, so do a lot of people that are dick bags. <laughs> <laughs> take it back. I take it. I'll, t- I'll take it back. Take Matthew it back. McConaughey is not a dick bag. That's too good of a word for him. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, I have a very unpopular opinion about Got Matthew arrested McCon- smoking weed and playing bongos naked, Chris. You know, man, that's like your dream. I saw a freaking thing about him. It was like Matthew McConaughey's arrest record. I was like, yes, what did he get arrested for? And it was cool like smoking. Shit. I was like, God, fucking course. It had to be something cool. Just being <laughs> fucking awesome. Hey, man, it's cool. I was just sitting in here doing fucking nothing, playing a little bit of bongo, smoking some weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> that fuck you. I, wanna, I can't wait to hang out with him. Chris isn't invited. I have I have to be cool with him. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> There'll come a day I have to either nut up right then and there and make a whole big deal out of it, or <laughs> just be nice to him. Yep. Who knows what route we'll take, Terry? God. We'll cross that bridge when we come. They're to not it. invited. <laughs> <laughs> Uninvited. Oh, so please watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. <laughs> yeah, watch four too. <laughs> Number four, I guess. Watch three too, because we interviewed R.A. Mihailov. Yeah, and R.A. Mihailov's in number two, number no, three. three, three. Yeah, number yeah. three, and he was also one of the Pumpkinheads, wasn't he? Was he R.A. Mihailov? Probably. I think he later became one of the Pumpkinheads. Too. Yeah, but the, only the first one. Only the first now one matters. Confl- now, now we're conflicting with our friends. Yeah, sorry everybody. <laughs> they all hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out all the people we've interviewed hate each other. <laughs> Tom Woodruff Jr. will forever be Pumpkinhead, and the creative yeah. tremors. The end. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. Only the first pumpkin head counts when we're talking to Tom Woodruff. Damn and right, if buddy. RA's here, and the other ones count too. Yeah, but if RA's here, he's a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a really big guy. So, the third and final installment in our creature feature, mm. I think, might be the biggest creature feature we've had so far. Mm. Color out of space. Yeah. And see. We were trying, you know, we wanted to get the word out and let the people know how good it was. But they told us, no, no, you got to wait. And then somebody else saw it and told everybody how great it was. And now we're like telling people it's great. And everybody's like, yeah, we know. Like, yeah, but we knew it was great before you guys knew it was great. Like, yeah, what are you saying? Everybody knows it's all over the internet. Yeah, like, I know Fangoria and Bloody Disgusting posted about it, but they're, uh, you know, we know things, too. I forgot Bloody Disgusting did, too. Oh, yeah, man. 
Yeah, all of them. All of them got God it. damn it. But... <laughs> Richard Stanley, we just want to interview you also. He may be here soon. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I think he will be. No we'll, problem. We'll, I'm just happy we got Brendan Meyer, too, though. Right? He great was interview. Great interview. A lot of fun to talk to. Color Out of Space was a really good movie. It was fantastic. I, uh, I, I see another one, CGI and practical effects. We blended so beautifully. Together. Yes. The perfect, dude, it's become one of my favorite movies. Like, honestly, yeah. it's so good. Like, everything's, like, the way they blended the CGI and the practical effects. Mm-hmm. And it's it's right. it's at a level of like cool and absurd in yeah. the way that like the Evil Dead series right. was. There's just this crazy stuff happening, mm-hmm. but it's still it's not ridiculous. Yeah, it's but, still like, but it's they use the CGI like the CGI they use for what it's needed to be used for, mm-hmm. which is just the otherworldly shit. Hundred percent. So but, it doesn't look eighties right. bad. But everything, all the like. All the gore and all that stuff, and the the up close puppets to, and shit. Yeah, that there, used. there you there go. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Up close with puppets. The puppets that they used is, in here is all very the thing and yes. all practical. It's it's wonderful. Great movie. Yeah. Such a good flick. I I actually took some notes during it. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, I I, I want to throw out some of my uh, my quibits that I took down because mm-hmm. they're not spoilers. But I want you to remember, guys, what I say. And then try to match those moments <laughs> to the movie. Yeah, make sure you guys sync it up right now. Yeah, sync it up right now. Ready? Okay, here we go. There you go. So, uh, I believe the universe started to separate because Nicolas Cage was about to get laid. Dude, that's the joke. <laughs> Whenever we were watching the screener, that's the joke we made. Was was that like he's just laying that dick down so good? <laughs> Wormholes are opening. Yeah, that was the joke when we were all watching the screen right here. See, we're all on the same page, even if we're not in the same room. (laughs) That's why everyone was like, and for a moment, I was like, wait, are they really going that angle? I was like, this is really about to be absurd. Like, (laughs) yep, nope, it happened. Yeah. And then Ivan Ooze arrives. (laughs) Hilarious. Thank you. (laughs) And then uh, Ezra, 100% where I see myself in about 40 years. Okay. Yep. 100%. 100%. I like the spoiler-free uh, reviews. This, see, this is what... <laughs> it's hilarious. That's what I tried to do. Yeah. I just... And I want people to plug this in. Yeah, there's no context. That's great. Yeah. yeah that's wonderful. Um, this one just says, where do they live? Flint, Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can... That's why, yeah, earlier in the episode. Yeah. See, so... Not okay. a spoiler, though. Not a spoiler. Just a joke. Not a spoiler at all. Um, then it looks like first thing showed up and it just says run its predator. So, <laughs> uh, do they ever name the town? No, I, I, I don't think they do. If they do, I missed mm-hmm. it. I was too busy taking notes. You know what? I, did you hear the other big news? No. Is now it's an expanded universe. They've oh already, my God. They've already greenlit. Richard Stanley's doing all the Dunwich Horror stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah, that got announced yesterday, so, you know, it's blown up. Yeah, <clears> so <throat> you heard it here second. <laughs> <laughs> it's blowing up. So let's see. Uh, 10 p.m. is alpaca bedtime. Um, <laughs> Don't forget who brought you to the prom. And the most Nicolas Cage line in years gets dropped in this movie, <laughs> where he just says, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, God. That's such a good scene. <laughs> oh, God. Dude. Oh. 
<laughs> I can't say anything about spoiling it, but goddamn. Yeah, it. but oh my god, it's so good. Like <laughs> it's just this whole movie was so well put together. With it, it got punched up a little bit in some parts with like some more comedic yeah. relief type. If you're that kind of dark humor, I don't know. They person. did. They did everything so well. It like, was yeah. To way the way they they were able to put comedy into that. Mm-hmm. And there's also probably the most uncomfortable like legitimately scared in a movie i felt in a while yeah yeah i think you know the, i know exactly yeah, you yeah. know what i'm talking exactly about exactly what you're talking about <laughs> i've like literally felt it in my gut like yeah that was insane <laughs> like oh my god yeah no this and that's another one of those things we're talking about where they took practical effects and made something it's not a fucking cgi filled jump no. scare it's scary because it's scary. Right. <laughs> like, they use the time to put it together and make their makeup look good. Yeah, they killed it, man. It's a fantastic film. Absolutely great. Dropping on January 24th for mm-hmm. a one-day premiere. Today. Today, everybody. Get out tonight. Go see Color Out of Space, the adaptation film from H.P. Lovecraft's short story. Yeah, and it's yeah. about to be an Avengers universe, bro. Yeah, we're going into the horror cinematic universe. Everybody, yeah. we breaking off. I saw that. Uh, speaking of that, uh-huh. um, the Invisible Man got a release date. Wait, they're gonna try to do that again? Yep. They're doing twenty twenty. Wait, are they rebooting the Dark Universe? They're Ooh. trying to. After the Mummy shit the bed, uh-huh. uh huh. Because it was both, uh, you know, visually and financially devastating. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's what happens when you try to bill someone like Tom Cruise, who has the ability to change the script. The entire script. Oh, is that what that's, happened? That's in one of his clauses in wow. his contract. Is he has creative control and can change any part of the script he feels necessary, and that's what it came out. And you're like, yeah, we should totally bring Tom Cruise onto this. Yeah, let's bring Tom Cruise into this. He seems like he'll be a great person yeah, to work with. He played with. a great, you know, young shot adventurer. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's Tom Cruise. We all he's like know. Oh, pushing sixty, and he's like, nah, dude, I'm cool guy adventurer. I'm cool guy leather jacket. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> Hopping over all these things. My knees don't hurt. Everybody remembers Top Gun, right? Yeah. Top Gun Tom Cruise would have been fantastic for that role. Not pushing 60 Tom Cruise. It doesn't make it, like, all the stunts he did, like, I know he does his own stunts, but it's like, come on, bro. Like, I'm a big fan of The Invisible Man, so if they do this right, I feel like people can forgive them for The Mummy. We'll brush that under the rug and just maybe do that later again. Well, it's a great idea, but you know this is the second time they're doing it, right? Yeah. Because Dracula Untold mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Evan Peters, is that his name? Yep. That was originally supposed to be the kickoff of the Dark Universe. Really? Yes. Dracula Untold was supposed to be the kickoff of the Dark Universe. Bombed at the box office. Like, all right, we're going to do it. I see. We're going to do it with The Mummy. Bombed at the box office. So third time's a charm, I guess. It's just what they're trying to do. But you know what didn't bomb, Terry? Uh, Color out of of space. space. (laughs) Motherfuckers, Richard Stanley's Color out of space. Get out tonight, January 24th, and see it. And now, Terry... Yeah. It is time for us to quit doing all the talking to each other mm-hmm. and do some talking to our main man, my new homie, my new best friend, <laughs> Mr. Brendan Meyer. Thank you all so much for tuning in and enjoy the sweet sounds of Mr. Brendan Meyer's voice in our interview for Color Out of Space. Boom. What's going on out there, everybody? It is I, your favorite ghost host, back again with another exciting interview here on Scared Stupid. Joining me now 
is the one of the stars of the upcoming movie based on an H.P. Lovecraft short story, Color Out of Space. Joining me now, Mr. Brendan Meyer. Brendan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for talking to me. Hey. Yeah, excellent, man. I'm super excited to get to talk to you today. So let's just get right into it. Where did you get your start, Brendan Lay? How did you get your start in acting? Uh, well, I mean, really, I, I, I just going to see some plays when I was really young. I, uh, as far as when I first wanted to uh, to be an actor, I've, I've been wanting to be involved in, in acting and theater and everything since I was really, really young. I mean, I was probably doing like acting summer camps and stuff when I was like five or six. So <laughs> I, it's always been something that I've been intrigued by. Uh, and then, yeah, I got, I, I'm from Canada, so I, I got an agent in Canada when I was about 10 or 11, worked a little bit there. Um, so, yeah, I've probably been, and then I worked in Vancouver for a bit, too. So, yeah, I, I've been trying to do it professionally for about uh, 15 years now or something like that. Wow. But, yeah, I've, I've kind of been interested in it for a long time, yeah. That's really impressive. You know, I'm a... As long as I can remember. <laughs> I'm a fellow theater kid myself, so I can respect that. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, my parents, they weren't involved in the industry at all, but they loved, they loved going to theater, so they took me to a lot of theater when I was a kid, and I just, I got hooked. That's how I was, man. My parents were terrified to get up in front of anybody and talk, but for some reason, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to get into, uh, you know, we want to talk about Color Out of Space. I uh, I actually got to screen it just last night, so I you know snuck a little sneak peek at it before everybody else got to. And I and I gotta tell you, Brendan, you did awesome, man. I absolutely loved your performance. Oh, thank you. Great stuff. Um, I mean, you're working with some pretty big people there. Like, what's it like working with people like Richard Stanley and Nick Cage? That was great. Yeah, I mean. It was- I really have nothing but uh, nice things to say about everybody, really, that I, I got to come in contact with from the other actors to the producers, and it was everyone was great. But yeah, Richard, Richard and Nick were, you know, they both they both really had that great balance, which you always want when you're working with a director or a, a fellow, you know, an actor, especially yeah. someone like Nick, who's so iconic and well known. They, they, he, they, someone like Nick really sets the tone as well as obviously the director does too of how the set is. And, uh, and both were very, very professional, very engaged in the work, as well as being incredibly nice and, and uh, approachable and easy to talk to. And so, yeah, when you, when you can be in that kind of setting where you've got people who um, are, are engaged in what's going on and the material and, uh, and also able to kind of not be so engaged that you can't, you know, chat with them and feel comfortable asking a question or two about the scene or collaborating, it's, uh, it's pretty great. And, uh, yeah, Richard, I mean... He really uh, was a great leader for the uh, for the whole crew, and I think he did a great job of uh, realizing his vision. I mean, there were so many times that, yeah, during certain parts, I was like, that was incredible direction, and you guys have such awesome chemistry with each other. It just everybody, it, it really feels like a family, you guys together, and you can feel, mm-hmm. you know, the tensions that do start to happen. Don't want to give anything away. But, I mean, you guys really pulled off a great mm-hmm. film. <laughs> oh, well, hey, I'm glad. Yeah. Glad to hear that. So, I, I got to ask you, you know, like I said, without giving anything away, do you think Nick Cage is a good dad? <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in, this, uh, in this film, uh, well, I think people have to watch it to see in this film because he's a great dad at the beginning of the film, but the color certainly, uh, certainly um, does some wild things. 
things to him, and he starts acting a little bit differently than the great dad uh, that he was at the beginning of the movie. So uh, I can't give away too much. That's right. uh, at, at his core, I think he, he is a good father. Yeah. Yes, 100%. I will agree with that. So I also have to ask, why are alpacas the animal of the future? <laughs> well, I think you have to ask Nick, or Nick about that. That's, That's right. You know, I, I loved, uh, uh, I, uh, I, you know, I, or Richard, who wrote that. Uh, but I, I liked, uh, I, I mean, I thought working with the alpacas was great. Uh, I, it, I think Richard talked about this. He really wanted, uh, he told us he really wanted something unique. You know, he didn't want the, the animal on the farm to be something kind of cliche. Right. Like a cow or something like that. Uh, and, and I think it added a really uh, kind of unique quality to it. And I know for myself, I had a lot of interaction with those alpacas. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you they're did. really unique, interesting animals. And they, they're very, they're very alive and they're very, they're taking everything in. They're, 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 they're they have real character to them. So I actually think they're a great animal to have, uh, to have in a movie because they, they add a lot. Like even when they're walking from place to place on set, they're really, you know, making sounds at each other and right. looking at everybody and, and they're cool. They're just super animated and I, I loved the interactions you had with the alpacas. Everybody's got to watch it and just really enjoy Brendan Myers and the alpacas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, for the part of Benny, what kind of, you know, character inspiration did you draw from? Did you watch any certain movies or anything like that to kind of draw inspiration from? Hmm. I don't know if there was a certain, a certain film um, that, I wa- that I watched uh, to draw inspiration for the character. Um, but I will say, you know, I, Richard was very, very helpful as well because, you know, obviously I did an audition tape and I had my own take, but he, he, uh, he, had, he gave us really, really detailed uh, character backstories when we first got there, um, which was really helpful because he, he kind of was able to uh, give me even more information about what he was thinking for Benny that wasn't even on the page, you know, just ways he was feeling about his new surroundings and his relationship with his mom and his sister and just stuff that really helped me kind of uh, colored the character in, and, and what's great about Richard is he gave us this big backstory, but was also super open to collaboration and our own ideas. So, yeah, I, I definitely did put a lot of thought into it. But I'd say the biggest, the biggest help I had was that initial backstory from Richard, which really helped me fill out the world of what Benny was going through uh, before really the movie happened. See, and I think that does having a great director like that really does help shape the characters, and like you said, no pun intended, help color in your character. Right, totally. And, and he did that with everybody, too, which I think is great. And I mean, everybody didn't read everybody else's backstory either, so it wasn't really meant to be for everyone. It was just you kind of had all this extra stuff that you could kind of bring in. The fact that everybody had that, I think, sure, I'm sure every actor would be able to specifically talk about, you know, what they were able to use from that backstory, uh, what, you know, to sort of, um, yeah. Right. Absolutely. No pun intended. The, the, line, the lines of what isn't in the script, right? Because, you know, you can't, you can't really, if you're writing the script, writing your Richard, you can't, can't you know, put in a whole backstory uh, in the right. script, right? It's about, you know, putting the movie up there, but it's amazing to have it as an actor. Yes, 100%. I, and like I said, you guys killed it. I, I love the amount of practical effects you ended up using in the film also. Yeah. I yeah. just, I'm blown yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, most of the big... Most of the big stuff in the movie really is like there's a lot of practical stuff kind of working with visual effects to, to enhance it. But there was a lot of, yeah, I mean, so it's a really wonderful kind of 
both are working together. But I, I know just from being on set, there were a lot of really cool practical creature stuff and, that we got to interact with on the day, which just makes the job easier. But yeah, it really helps when you're actually getting to interact with the creature itself. And when you have a great creature designer, that helps really well, too. Absolutely. They did an amazing job. Oh, yeah. So, Brendan, tell the people out there where they can find you, where they can see you. Yeah, well, uh, well, I mean, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm Brendan K.J. Meyer, uh, just as far as finding me out there. But also just go see Colorado Space, uh, 24th of January. It's coming out. Yes, and it's a great one. So good. You've got to get out there, get your tickets to it right now, and then go stand in line until January 24th because it's 100% worth it. <laughs> Brendan, would you tell the people out there right, okay. to listen to Scared Stupid? Yeah, this is Brendan Meyer, and listen to Scared Stupid. You've heard it straight from the man's mouth. Brendan, thank you so much for joining us today, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. Bye-bye.